You're listening to the Live 360 Podcast with Tony Sutherland, and this is episode 47. Alright guys, thanks for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about how to deal with overwhelm, how to deal with things that overwhelm us. David said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. There's a couple of powerful things in that verse that we're going to get to. But today's title is interesting. I decided to title this podcast, The Elephant Inside Your Head. The elephant inside your head. Does it ever feel like there's just an elephant in your brain pounding around, swinging around, throwing his weight around, rolling around, and it feels like there's just this big elephant inside your head? When you get overwhelmed, it feels like there's an elephant in your head. When you're overwhelmed with discouragement, defeat, um, disappointment, depression, and all the things that make us feel like our head could just fall right off our body. Um, So many headaches that we have, tension headaches, come from just being overwhelmed, being in stress and being stressed out and and angry and upset and bitter. and, and, And when we get overwhelmed, it feels like that we could just snap at anything. It doesn't take a whole lot to throw us off. And if you think about it, elephant is just a is just some added letters on the word ant. You know, what could be the size of an ant in our life? The little tiny ant can actually feel like an elephant or an elephant. Sometimes we make ants into elephants. You've heard the statement, you know, don't make a mountain out of a molehill. And it just comes that way because of all of the compounded issues we deal with every day. You know, you can be having an issue with your teenagers and everything else just throws you off because you're in the middle of a stressful ordeal with a teenager, or maybe there's an issue at work. And then when you come home, you cannot handle any more stress. You probably have found yourself saying that at one time or another, I can't take it anymore. And I don't care what it is. I can't take it anymore. And that's when the ant becomes an elephant. The ants become an elephant. Um, I, I think about it this way. You know, when your kid wants to get a gerbil or even just say an ant farm, since we're talking about ants, right? Your child wants to get an ant, but the parent says, oh my gosh, there's going to be sand all over the place. Ants are going to be crawling through the house. Um, it's going to have this smell. I used to know a, a little boy who had a turtle in his room and you couldn't even handle the smell. And so whenever a child wants to get a pet, hey, can I have a cat? Can I have a gerbil? Can I have an ant farm? Can I have a parakeet? And 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 the thing that the parent is thinking is overwhelmed. This little tiny thing that's about the size of an ant (laughs) an ant farm is the size of an ant the parent makes that ant an elephant we we have the tendency to way overthink things so what makes an ant 
into an elephant. Why is it that when little things come in our lives, we tend to make really big deals about it? You know, the worst thing that someone can say to you is, don't make such a big deal about this. And, and that actually is a big deal. When someone says that, it just grades on you like you don't understand how I think or this little issue that's in the back of my mind or this little problem that I'm dealing with on the job. You don't understand how big it really is. And you may even tell this problem to somebody and they may say, what's the big deal like that's It's because it's not in their head. The elephant is not in their head, pounding around. So we're going to talk about how to deal with this elephant inside your head, this elephant that keeps pounding around and causing you grief. And if we can just get a better perspective on what's going on, we might just discover that this elephant is actually an ant. This elephant is probably just an ant, but because of the way you perceive things, it's become bigger than it really is. Let's talk about that today. The elephant inside your head. So what I want to do today is I want to take the word elephant and take the first few letters, E-L-E-P-H, because those are the letters that you add to ant to make it elephant. And I want to talk about the things that cause us to make the ant into an elephant. So let's just start with number one. The first thing we do, many of us do, myself included, number one is the letter E. And it stands for extremes. You know, when certain people approach a situation, the first thing they do is go into extremes. One of my biggest example of this personally in my own life is when my my son was about to be born 24 years ago. And I remember the night before we went to the hospital, I just had a complete meltdown. My thoughts were, my life is now over. Because, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about kids. Man, when you have a kid, your life is over. And so what we tend to do is we tend to process what people say, even in joking, even in being funny or just trying to lighten up the mood. They'll say these things. But inside of us, we're processing extremes. My life is over. When my son comes into the world, my life as I know it is over. And that is true to some degree, but actually something new and wonderful and beautiful is about to take place. But you're so buried in extremes that we can't even enjoy the things that life brings to us because we go off into these extremes of, well, my life is over now. And God said, I've come to give you life abundantly. And we can't even enjoy these things that God gives us because we're going off into extremes. And most of the time, for some of us, most of the time, it's in the negative extreme. It's going to be terrible. It's not going to work out. My life is over. My convenience is over. I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do and, and live like I want to live. And I'm giving you this example because it's very real for many people. When something comes in their life in the area of change, they see it in the extreme. And I don't care what you throw at some people, their life is over no matter what it is. You know, a child wants to get a dog. And for a lot of dads, their life is over because now all they see themselves doing is taking the dog outside and cleaning up his mess and 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 hair all over the furniture and smelly, slobbery dog walking through the house and ruining everything that they've worked years to put together. It's the extreme. 
And so we take this ant and we turn it into an elephant because we live in extremes. Don't live in extremes. You know, because when you when you go all the way to somewhere in your mind, remember, it's in your mind you're taking these journeys. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how it's going to turn out. Don't let yourself create scenarios that don't exist. Ponder things a little bit. Take a deep breath when something comes. Dad, I want to get an ant farm. Don't jump into extremes in your mind. And don't be a no person all the time. Like, no, just no, 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 no. You don't want to turn your square into a circle where you have to push some of the corners in and push some of the boundaries out and give some more space to your life because people don't like change. That's one of the reasons why people can make an ant into an elephant because they go into extremes. All right, the next letter in our little acronym that we've created, ELEF, E-L-E, P-H, um, in the word elephant, the next letter is limitations. So whenever something presents itself, it could be small, it could be something work-related, it could be something family-related, it could be a conversation your wife wants to have or your husband wants to have, and immediately a lot of people just go right to their limitations, why it can't be done or why it's too difficult to deal with or why the answer is no or why we're struggling to make sense of this little ant that's crawling around. The letter L, limitation, or limitations, whatever they are. And the reason we create limitations is because we tend to to go negative. We focus on all the reasons why it's not going to work out instead of all the reasons it could work out and make your life better, make your life more enjoyable. You know, you can't deal with change, so you don't even want to entertain it at all. You know, God's not limited by your limitations. So often we focus on all the reasons how it can't be done, what our lack of resources are. We don't have enough connections. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough uh, knowledge. We don't have enough resources. We don't have enough experience. So when something presents itself, maybe it's in a, a dream meeting or a staff meeting, or maybe your wife or your husband says, what What would life be like if we could just do this? And they present it out there. And all of a sudden you start looking at all the limitations Lift the lid off of your limitations. Think of life in terms of what if I had all the money in the world that I could have? And what if I had all the connections? And what what if, what if, what if? And go positive with it. Stop dwelling on all the limitations. Don't limit yourself. Lift the lid off your mind. Lift the lid off of your thinking. Stop perceiving everything as can't do and can do. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Even if it's a situation that comes your way and you don't want to do it. Something comes across your table or comes into your lap and it's not what you asked for and it's not what you wanted and it's not what you expected. Don't focus on the limitations. See how big your God really is. Take the lid off of all your limitations. All right, the next letter in our acronym, ELEF, (laughs) sounds like a name, is expectations, expectations. Sometimes our expectations can exceed reality. What we expect to happen, the expected end, we go down the road and we already shoot to the unhappy ending. And sometimes our expectations, again, are perceived reality. It's not reality. It's what you expect What are your expectations? You know, you may have heard people say, don't get your hopes up. But you know what? As believers, we really do need to get our hopes up because Jesus is our hope. And no matter what life throws at you, no matter what happens, 
You've got Jesus. And if God before you, what could be against you? There is nothing that is impossible for God. And if something gets thrown into your life, the wind of life blows some debris into your doorstep and you open the door and that wind gust blows it in and you didn't ask for it and it just showed up all of a sudden, you know, a bad report, something negative, something that's going on in your life, a family issue, a job issue, an emotional issue. Don't let your expectations default to the to the worst possible ending, the worst possible scenario. We've all heard this verse so many times. Jeremiah 11 and 29, for I know the plans that I have for you. I like to read the Bible as if God was speaking with a little bit of personality, guys. Quit reading the Bible in a computerized King James voice. Start reading the Bible with God actually expressing his heart in his word. For I know the plans I have for you. I could just see God looking at some of you and saying, dude, look at me. I I know. I know what's going on. You don't. I know the plans I have for you, man. Thoughts of good and joy and happy ending. Thoughts of peace, not of evil. God, do you think I have the worst for you? Listen to God say that to you. Do you really believe that I've planned the worst for you? What went wrong in your life? What switch did you make along the way that now you take everything I say and make it negative? Guys, God has a joyful expectation. One of the translations of Jeremiah 11 and 29 actually has that in the verse. It says to bring about a good expectation. Get your hopes up on God. Don't let the little ants that crawl around become elephants in your life. You know, when a tire goes out on your car, just remember, it's just a tire. It's just a rubber circular thing that your car rides on. It's not a big deal. The tire goes flat. You'll get a new tire. You'll be in your car before long. And if something major happens in a car accident and your motor goes out or the battery goes out, it is not the end of the world. That's when we take those ants and we make them elephants. They become bigger than what they are. And man, you know, when those things happen, it just ruins your whole day, don't it? It ruins your life. You start thinking, ah, and you plunge into this discouragement. Every time something good happens in my life, something bad's got to come around like a a pothole, but life is full of potholes and you're going to hit some. But I'm here to tell you that it's just a tire. If I would give an alternate title to this podcast, it would be, it's just a tire. It's just a, a fender bender. And remember, if you can't deal with the little flat tires, how are you going to deal with it when the car is totaled? How are you going to deal with it when there's something even more serious, like people in the hospital? Guys, Stop making ants into elephants. Stop letting your expectations go completely south. Let your expectations be in the promises of God for your life. Hey guys, just want to take a halfway break right here in the middle to remind you to subscribe to this podcast, leave us a generous review, and share it with one or two other people in your circle of relationships who need to hear what you're hearing today. Today we're talking about the elephant inside your mind. And so often we, we, we make ants into elephants and we got to stop doing that. We're giving ourselves headaches. We're causing ourselves more stress than we really need to. You know, you have enough stress in reality as it is. You might as well not cause more of it inside your mind by 
taking these little things that are really nothing more than ants. They're just nothing more than ants and we're turning them into elephants. Some of you got a herd of elephants inside your mind and we're going to deal with that today. We're going to try to, over the next uh, two podcasts, we're going to try to help you deal with those elephants inside your mind. So let's jump back in to uh, how to deal with the elephant inside your mind. All right, the next letter in our acronym, ELEF, is P, which is processing. Processing. You know, for a lot of people with the personality of of detail-oriented, processing happens as soon as something comes down the pike. You know, it's so hard to get excited about a big picture when we're bogged down in the details. Sometimes you just got to back off. You know, if you're building a jigsaw puzzle, it gets aggravating when you can't find that little piece that's supposed to go in that thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. And you can't even enjoy putting the puzzle together because you just wigged out about the little piece. Sometimes you just need to back off and back up and look at what you've already put together. Look how it's coming together. See the bigger picture. When you're when you're being presented with something for the first time, the best way to approach it and not make an ant into an elephant is just don't start processing yet. Don't start making a list of things you've got to do, but listen to what's happening. Listen to what's coming down and don't start processing. You know, when things happen such as, you know, maybe you're going through a major your life change. Maybe, you know, it's time to downsize your big house to a small house. Maybe uh, your kid needs to transfer to another college. God spoke to me one time and said, Tony, I'll give you grace when you get there. There was a particular issue I was worried about. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, Tony, I'll give you grace when you get there. I'll give you the strength. I'll give you the wisdom. I'll give you the resources. I'll give you the knowledge. I'll give you the connections. I'll give you whatever you need. I'll give you all grace that will abound unto you so that you can do every good work. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse eight. I'll give you whatever you need. I'm the God of more than enough. And when the situation comes and presents itself, you'll know how to process it. You'll know what to do. You'll know what calls to make. You'll know what conversations to have. God will speak to you. You'll hear a word. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 41, you will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way walk in it. So don't over process early in the process, or you'll make an ant into an elephant. All right. So I want to give these last two really quick. We're about out of time. And the letter H is hysteria. We give into hysteria when things start going down and the activities start increasing and, you know, we're starting to enter into a new thing or a new project or a new event. And it's just a little ant. Sometimes we give into the hysteria of it. I want to encourage you. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus never gave in to hysteria. Remember when he walked into Jairus' house and his daughter was dead and everybody was freaking out and crying and wailing? You know, they actually back in Bible days hired professional mourners to come in and and cry at their funerals and it was their way of symbolically sending someone into the next life or the afterlife and Jesus what he did is he made everyone leave the room he said I'm going to need y'all to step out just to step out because hysteria when you add hysteria and panic to a situation it can make an ant into an elephant that elephant inside your head 
can simply be an overprojection of hysteria. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh, oh, I, it's just, it's too much. I can't handle it. Everybody just go away. And, I, and we panic and we freak out. Don't freak out. The Bible says, do not fret. It only causes harm. Stop freaking out. Get control of yourself. Take a few deep breaths. I found that deep breathing is so powerful. Use what God gave you. I always say when you use what God gave you, it'll save you. When you use what God gave you, it'll save you. He put breath in your lungs. Guess what? Four, to breathe. Use the breath. Take 10 deep breaths sometimes. I say take 10 deep, calm breaths when something comes, I've, uh, you know, taken my kids to the doctor, taken my wife to the doctor. There's a little bit of nervousness there. And I say, just take a deep breath. You're going to go in. Doctor's going to look at the situation and give you a diagnosis and then a prognosis. You're going to get some medicine that'll help. Don't give into hysteria. You know, when your kids are little and they got to go in for that first shot, man, it's hysteria. Oh, the needle hasn't even touched your arm yet. What, what are you worried about? Oh, they think they're going to die. <laughs> but, but the truth is, you're not going to die. You're going to live because you're getting a shot. And it's so quick and it's so easy and it's so fast. And before you know it, you're crying, but the, but the needle has already gone in and gone out. It's done. It's over. <laughs> you ever seen your kid when he gets a shot and he's like, ah, and you're like, uh, the doctor's finished. Really? I didn't even feel that. That's what happens when we give into hysteria. We make those little ants into elephants. So don't give into hysteria. Don't give into panic. Don't, don't buy into panic mode and the responses and the reactions. And, you know, just take some breaths and just tell yourself, you know what? I don't know why I'm so hysterical over this. I'm going to be okay. You're going to be all right, guys. It's just a tire. It's just a ant farm. It's just a dog. It's just, you know, a momentary lapse or interruption in life. You got to learn how to handle interruptions. And if you handle every interruption with hysteria, again, you're going to run into some problems when the real life issues come. So today we're just talking about making those little ants into elephants. We don't want to do that because we want to be prepared to handle the big things when they come. So don't give into hysteria. All right. The last letter of our acronym is P, which is problems, problems. We just think more and more problems, more and more problems. A lot of times, all we see in the equation of the new situation or the event that's blown up into our doorstep is problems. It's going to be more problems. You know, the older you get, the more annoyed you have the potential to be. And it's because instead of seeing the positive, you see the problems. You don't see the opportunities. You see Everything is a hard road ahead of you. Problems, problems. It's going to be more problems, more complications in my life. Ugh, I don't want to do this. And you just end up becoming soured. You end up becoming grumpy, negative. Instead of seeing problems, now all we have is a small problem here. No, you don't. You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity for growth. You have an opportunity to see something new. You know why a lot of people can't experience the new thing that God wants to do in their life? You know why? It's because they think it's going to be problems. You know, 
to have something new in your life, that means something's got to die. We've talked about it in previous podcasts. If you want something new, something old has to go. You can't just keep getting new stuff and have all the old stuff in your arsenal. You got to get rid of some things and make room for the new. And Jesus says, behold, I'm about to do something new, but I don't know if you really want it. So I'm not going to do it until you really, really want it. You know, God wants to do something new in your life. He wants to take you into new opportunities and new relationships and new connections and new situations and maybe even new locations and new job opportunities, but all you see is problems. Instead of seeing the promotion that you just got, you're seeing the problem of packing up your house and loading a truck. I just don't want to go through all these problems, but the road to possibility is paved with problems. If you're going to enter into promotion or uh, a, a great opportunity, you're going to have to walk through some problems and they're going to be there. But rather than think about the problems, think about the possibilities. Rather than think about the problems, think about the promotion. Rather than the problems, thinking about the promise that's ahead of you, the new thing that God wants to do. And some of you are listening to this right now and you've got some new stuff right out there in front of you and you want it, but you don't want the problems. You know what, man? I try to just look at my problems and go, you know what? It's part of the gig. And yeah, I overprocess and complicate the problems and I create problems that don't exist. We all do it. But in order to get over the little ants that are marching in front of you, instead of making them elephants, step on the ants and move toward the possibilities. Man, I want God to do a new thing in my life, and I don't want to be afraid to do it, and I don't want to be limited to do it. I don't want to be limited by extremes. I don't want to have limitations in the way. I want my expectations to be of the good. I want to stop processing every detail that comes my way. I don't want to give in to hysteria, and I don't want to count the problems. I want to count my blessings. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Let's not make the ants in life become elephants. Let's learn how to properly deal with the ants so that when the big things in life come, we'll be more prepared to handle it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't let the elephant live inside your mind. It's time to open up your mind and let those elephants out and stop making big things out of nothing at all. Man, that's all the time we have for today. I hope this podcast encouraged you today. Listen, your mind is not a zoo to house elephants. It's time to make room in your mind. It's time to stop making those ants into elephants and get that elephant inside your mind out of the way. If this encouraged you today, if it blessed you in some way, I want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a generous review, give us some stars and tell us what you think, and then share it with one or two other people in your circle of relationships who need to hear what you've heard today. Hey, I'll be back again real soon with another encouraging teaching, something to show you how you can have peace and joy in every area of your life to the fullest. And until then, we'll see you.